Andy, thank you so much for coming on to the Marvel of Horror. Great to have you. Great to see you. Yeah, man. Actually. It's great to see you, man. It's been way too long. So, what is... What's, what would you say, like, your first experience with, like, the horror genre is? Was it, like, a movie or a book? What what got you hooked? Yeah, so, I mean, I think on my end, it's definitely, like, it was Theater Bazaar on, like, I think it was Channel 57. It was either Channel 57 or, like, Channel 17 out of Philly. Okay. And it was, like, Saturday afternoons, you know, my parents would go off to do whatever, so they would drop, like, my brother and I at my grandmother's, and she would just be, like, you know... And she she was the horror one. She was nuts for it. And it was like the the gateway was Godzilla because the theater bizarre yeah. was like a double feature <laughs> thing. So it was like the first movie would be Godzilla and then the second one would be kind of all over the place. So like, yeah, it would start like on a Saturday afternoon with, you know, Nana in her chair behind us, like drilling like Capri 100s <laughs> and Michelob's. And it would begin with, like, Godzilla or, like, you know, Godzilla versus The Thing or, like, you know, Mothra or, you know, Monster Zero, one of those great ones. Mm -hmm. And then, like, for whatever reason, whatever came next was, like, fair game. So I, I saw, I mean, yeah, it was edited for television, but I remember seeing The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, wow. At, like, age four or five. Okay. <laughs> and, like, no bullshit if we're allowed to curse. Yeah, internet, you're fine. Right? Yeah, so... Like, Watch your fucking mouth. Right. So, like, <laughs> you know, I, I kid you not, we see the hills have eyes, and then, like, and this is, like, my, my grandmother lived in, like, kind of South Jersey before it became all McMansions and stuff. It was still, like, it was her little, like, old lady development, and then it was just farms and woods and nothing. So we were, like, you know, we're coming home, we're driving back to the suburbs from this place, and my dad gets, like, a flat tire in the middle of what at that time in, you know, 1985 or whatever was still like deep dark country, at least to like myself. And I remember like just tears like streaming down my face so scared because I had seen like the hills have eyes. Yeah. And I was like, just like, I, and I knew that like a flat tire starts that movie. Like I am like convinced. Like it's not funny. But yeah. It I, mean, I was, I mean, you know, I'd say it's like the funniest thing ever, but yeah, I was, <laughs> Convince it like fucking Michael Berryman's gonna like come eat my dad because you know Nana let us watch the hills have eyes, man. Dude, it's so funny. Like parents, so we're right around the same age. Yeah. We kind of discuss, and it's funny how parents were like back in like the eighties when they were stuff. Like I have a funny story I'll tell with my brothers. It's kind of along the same, not really. It's kind of along the same uh, vein as that. So me and my brother. My, I forget how old I was. I think I was probably like four or five. My parents let us watch Terminator. Right. But we weren't allowed to watch it with the sound on. <laughs> and we had to close our eyes during the Linda Hamilton yeah, sex yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. So we're watching Terminator with no sound. <laughs> we don't know... What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, is it, there's yeah. weird robots, but then there's, like, this guy, and it's, like, there's this weird flashback. You don't understand why they're happening. Oh, my God. That's we amazing. just know there's this huge muscle-bound dude, like, just shooting people. <laughs> and we're allowed to watch it. Yeah. And then he turns into, like, this scary-ass, like, robot stop animation. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this uh, movie? It's so good. <laughs> So, 
You're allowed to watch people get shot. You couldn't hear people curse. Yeah. Couldn't watch Linda Hamilton. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, my, my, my grandmother was a horror person. My mom was totally cool with, like, it was pretty much anything goes with her. Like, she was big into horror and stuff, too. But, like, you know, my dad, like, was not and still isn't. But he was just very, like, you know, he, like, he would get, like, grumpy about us watching, like, a Police Academy movie. But, like, uh, De Palma's Untouchables or, like, Goodfellas, totally on the table. Yeah. Because it was, like, a quality movie. Like, I mean, in, like, The Untouchables, people are getting their fucking blow- brains blown out, like, left oh, and yeah. right. But, like, that was De Palma, so that was cool. Like, you know, Goodfellas, totally cool because it's, like, Scorsese. Like... So my mom was my mom and dad were really cool with like the old school horror stuff. Yeah. Like my mom was big into Godzilla and King Kong was like yeah. her favorite movie. And yeah, it was the same thing. Like we were allowed to watch Jaws. Oh yeah. And I can't tell you how many times like I don't know, I'm like seven or eight years old and it's like Braddock missing in action two or Chuck Norris or like yeah. Rambo two or yeah. Commando. My dad's like, Yeah, we we watch this Predator. Oh, I think yeah, I was like yeah. a little kid and I watched Predator and I'm like, oh my God, these people are getting like, this is like a scary movie. Yeah. Kid. yeah. Guys skinned alive. <laughs> but yeah, we weren't allowed to watch Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> we literally got, we got caught watching it. Yeah. And that was the day, that was back in the day when like getting a belt across your ass wasn't considered child abuse. <laughs> it was considered the norm. Yeah. And we got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he just happened to catch us at like the nurse scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. I remember, like, I remember getting yelled at for watching, like, police. What's the one with in Miami? Like, Operation Miami. Oh, Beach Police Academy 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, watching that, and he's just like, what the hell? Well, like, it did. Like, turn it off, turn it off. And it's like, it's like, well, we're also going to watch, like, we're also just watch The Untouchables. Like, what's, yeah. yeah. We were totally, we were, we were more than totally allowed to watch, like, Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. But, no, you were not allowed to watch... Any Friday the Thirteenth movie, yeah. Because yeah. like I said, I think they were like so concerned with like nudity, and I'm like, wait, there is nudity in Die Hard. There is that one shot of the people, yeah, having sex when the terrorists come, yeah, yeah. So you know, what the hell? Yeah, I think it's just that different like generation thing. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's just that it's very classic America. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> everybody's getting machine guns left and right. That's cool, but like a tit, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sitting there watching airplane. Close your eyes. <laughs> Close your eyes. That part, you know. But yeah, pretty funny. Pretty funny with the uh, parenting eighties. Oh yeah. So you totally had to watch the good stuff when they weren't looking. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, clan fight. We were talking. Yeah. yeah. Working on a new album. Yep. Vocalist, drummer, clan fight. Yep. Uh, clan fight is a very and I'm not just saying this because you're here. I've always thought this. Clan Fight is a very fun, exciting band to watch. Thanks, you're man. very fun to watch drumming. Thanks, man. So very intense on stage, very passionate. What is like? So do you think there's any kind of? I think there's any kind of horror influence when it comes to Clan Fight, like your writing. So I mean, a little bit. I mean, because I I read all the lyrics. Um, and so there's, there is a song on the second record called Stealing the Ghost Horse that's about, uh, Tombs of the Blind Dead. Okay. Oh, Because there's that part where, like, the girl's escaping and she just steals, like, one of the zombie horses and, like, rides off. And there was, it was, like, years ago, a bunch of us were, like, kind of partying after a show, like, watching that movie and woke up 
you know, and they woke up in the house is kind of in shambles and stuff, but the uh, on a notepad was just scrawled like stealing the ghost horse in big letters. But watching that the night before, and then that became like, I mean, we still play that song. Like it's, I think it's one of our best tunes that we like. I mean, we we were closing shows with it in New England like you know a month ago. Or something. Like it's, so I mean, yeah, there's not there's horrific stuff too. I mean, there's there's a couple of like survival cannibalism songs in some of the records, like sort of like sea shanties gone wrong kind of thing. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of like the horror stuff, it's really like it's you know it's it's not as strong, but it's you know still caught it there. Yeah, I mean, it's like that. Uh... I don't know. There's always that. Uh, to me, there's always that connection with like horror and metal. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's almost like the uh, like in the '80s they had that kind of rock and wrestling connection. It's always like that horror metal connection, even back oh, yeah. then. It's cool to hear because I used to do the same thing when I was in uh, Black Hand. I wrote the lyrics. That was very hard. But I always like wrote. I always used like horror movies and stuff to write. So you guys are working on your new record. You yep. thinking uh, what mid June? Can you say anything? Well, about I mean, it? I can't. I mean, I can say that I think that we'll have it probably in hand, like mixed and mastered, uh, pretty soon. I mean, we've we've kind of talked to a few people about putting it out. So I still think we're probably at best. You know, I don't even say, but. Because I always, any time I ever give a deadline on band stuff, I just, it gets shattered immediately. So I'm not gonna jinx ourselves like that. But I think that for the first time, like we can say definitively, like you're gonna hear it sooner than later. But yes. I don't want to throw any actual dates on it because we'll just destroy it. We'll just we'll blow past the dates, and it'll be another seven years before the thing comes out. So well, we'll see. Because I'm not sure when I'm not sure when this episode will air. Yeah, but I hope it like. Hope it airs like closer. Have you guys been playing any of the songs like live that you yeah. shared recently? Yeah, we have. So I mean, we definitely we've like we're back. You know, essentially we're back. I mean, we are all you know, we're all old. You know, capital J jobs. You know, <laughs> two of us are married. I've you know been with the same gal for a long time, and it's amazing. Um, you know, our rhythm guitar player Joel has two amazing, beautiful sons. So like, we are all. Like, it's not kind of like the old days, but we've, you know, we've pulled two weekenders in the last, like, couple of months, and we're about to do a big Southern weekender. So, I mean, we're still out there. It's just we concentrate the shows in these, like, two and three show in a row bursts, and then we don't yeah. do anything for another month and kind of go quiet. Well, like you said, that's the way you got to do it, you know what I mean, with everything going on. I think, like, Corey, Corey was kind of doing the same with, like, Wasted Theory and, like, Cobra Whip, and he's got two amazing kids, and... You know, I mean, I figured Viber had to do it. Obviously, I, I know that world now. I'm in that world with kids and stuff. You can't just, uh, yeah, you can't just go like, all right, I'm leaving for a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, when <laughs> I mean I, you can, but yeah. <laughs> the outcome's not going to be good in the, in the home. No, it isn't. And I mean, like, also to an extent, I mean, we've just, you know, we, we've been around long enough, too, I think, to see bands that we were tight with, like, come back from some really shitty tour where they were like sleeping in a Walmart parking lot and yeah. they just burn out and break up. So with this stuff, I mean, you know, a weekend together, like is awesome. Like it's just, it's just a, a, an absolute blast, like start to finish. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like back to real life and stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of how we roll with it. Well, that's cool. You guys been, so you guys been together, what, since 2002? Yeah. Yeah. We started playing shows in 2005 and we were all, we all had kind of like our fire hall hardcore band even before that. Okay. So, I mean, we've, 
I think the first time that Lewis and Joel and I played together, we were probably 14 or 15. Wow. And we're all 43. And then Sean joined the fold when we were like 17. Still, so, that's... I, it's fucking impressive, man. It, awesome. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's absolute brotherhood shit at this point. It's real yeah. family stuff. Like we've we've really done all the good stuff and all the bad stuff together at this point. You know, <laughs> like we've just yeah. There's been you know we've we've done the marriages, we've done the the deaths, we've done all like the really you know. Now we've got like I said, we've got you know Joel's like just glorious kids. So I mean, like it's it's a real like family thing with us. It's fucking cool, man. Um, Joel, congratulations, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, I mean, like I said, we've got incredibly support, supportive, like, wives and partners, which has been helpful, and uh, we're all, I think, kind of boring, so like that, you know, like, we've... I we've, find that hard to believe, man. We've, we, well, let's put it this way, we've dodged, we've dodged, like, the hard drug bullet, you know what I mean? Like, we... So backstage, things weren't falling apart. This yeah, exactly, like, we, I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah, don't get me wrong, we have a good time, we party, but, like, yeah, we just, we don't have the kind of, like, big shitty things that I've seen tear like bands apart you know we're just we've been really lucky about that so you guys are just really into music you guys are really into heavy music and that's just like you can feel it you can yeah. fucking sense it like you guys write great stuff your shows are always awesome you're always fun to be around and play you guys generally love what you do yeah so I've seen you play man yeah and like as fun as it is I'm like man dude I, I do get sore like watching you play <laughs> if anyone's never seen clan fight they really have to, man. You, no exaggeration, you beat the fucking shit out of their straw. Like, I love it. Like, it's, yeah. it's great. So, it's like I said, it's good. But, yeah, you just, I mean, you're fucking pounding away, man. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, he's got to be feeling that. Like, the next yeah, <laughs> do you do yeah, stretch? Do you do Pilates? <laughs> no, I should, except that that's the thing. I mean, like, I, uh, believe me, I'm, I'm spending a bit more time behind a desk these days, so it's finally starting to catch up to me, and I'm like, yeah. oh, all right, I need some sort of a fitness thing in my life because <laughs> things are hurting. I went to a, an amazing, I went to an amazing hardcore show Friday night in Philly. I saw Jesus Peace, who are Philly heroes, and just absolutely fucking incredible. So I went to the, the Jesus Peace, like, record release show, and, like, 30 seconds into the first song kid like comes across the stage and just leaps off and i catch this stage diver and it's like man <laughs> it took like a day to two to catch up with me but like it just felt like a knife in my back like yeah. i'm just like oh oh yeah like <laughs> yeah 43 is no joke i got my lesson of like you're too old and you ain't doing pits i think at like 30 yeah yeah i got the i got buried literally buried oh god underneath a life of agony oh god pit. like the like life of agony stopped playing yeah yeah it was bad i had like a so i was working <laughs> and i and i it looked like i got the shit beat out of me because i kind of did yeah i had this shoe print oh like my forehead just went and in like you could just see the print of the heel of the person just walked up and like <laughs> Kicked me in the face when I was like on the ground. I lost a shoe. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and I love Life of Agony, but every time I hear it, yeah, <laughs> it's like I gotta remember that you have Life of Agony PTSD. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. L O A P T. That's incredible. I gotta ask, what is if you have one, your top John Carpenter film? I mean, it's a thing, like hands down. Yes. Um, and I, I you know, I think. You know, the, the Carpenter stuff is on pretty constant rotation in our house. And I mean, and mm. the thing, 
the thing is up there with like for me with like Jaws yeah. and Aliens and Predator for in terms of like movies that I have watched so much that they are like and like Dawn of the Dead that are like just yeah now I they're part of my DNA same here like I like John Carpenter so like my favorite John Carpenter film is like Halloween yeah because it's like one of my it's in like like my top five but John Carpenter's thing is always been yeah. in my top five and it's always yeah it's always a movie I watch at least once a year oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's I mean the thing is almost for me I mean like it's it's almost on that like comfort food list for me yeah you know if I'm like kind of having a bad week or whatever like the thing just makes me for a movie that's as harrowing and like and still like scary as it can be like still yeah still scary and like I said watching John Carpenter's The Thing immediately takes me back to like I remember seeing it when I was a kid but like when I was in high school and I actually had a part time job and I was like actually able to buy VHS's and have my own stuff that was like one of the first VHS's I bought so I was always like watching it in heavy rotation and yeah it just takes me back to like a it takes me back to a carefree time in my life, really. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, yeah, and that's legit, because I think that there's that list of movies that, like, I love so much and haven't, like, like, that list of movies I've seen, like, 75 times, it's not getting added to now, even though there's a lot of stuff that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, hey, man, now I'm 43 with a job. I just can't watch the thing every night. Yeah. You know, like, I, like I did, you know, or like, I mean, yeah, like, Dawn of the Dead, I mean, Good God, I must have watched that, like, just not, like, Evil Dead. Evil Dead, uh, for me, uh, Evil Dead, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not really horror, but maybe a little, you know, it's got some kind of, like, uh, fantasy elements in there. That's one movie that's like, yeah, I can just bait them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that's, that's another one of those, too, where it's just like, I can, again, if I'm, like, cranky or whatever, like, that movie can put me in a good mood. I mean, that was... So my thing with the Carpenter ranking, like where I cheat a little bit, is I don't, like I put Halloween off to one side because it, it's so like defined a genre that I almost, yeah. like I just like, I cheat and I'm like, well, that doesn't really count because it's, it's too big. Yeah. You know, like it's just overall, like it's like he kind of, inve- like not that he invented the slasher, but he, you know, he kind of does. In he that. kind of does, but it's also like now it's like Halloween, it's just so part of a giant franchise yeah you just kind of like put it off to over here yeah i can totally i can agree with that so that's why i mean for me it becomes then like it's easier for me to be like all right well the thing is it and then for me the second one which hit me kind of recently when we were watching it was is big trouble little china like Uh, i just think it's like the most epic thing that carpenter's ever done it's it's so good and like yeah. again it's one of those movies where like when it came out i don't know like it just didn't get like it didn't get like a real good like reception i think and i'm like why this movie's amazing oh yeah i mean i, I love that since i was like a kid like i think i taped it off of hbo or something it was just like well there's a monkey and there's karate fights and there's it's got everything. Like, this is the greatest movie i've ever seen it's like, well you know it's also it's also the main reason why we have mortal kombat Oh yeah, you know I mean, yeah. we can, yeah. Come on now, but now I remember seeing that movie. <laughs> seeing that movie when I was a kid, and I was like, Man, "What is this? Yeah, it's that it's that guy from Overboard. <laughs> and why is he talking like John Wayne? I don't yeah. care. I love it. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so great. Uh, no horseshit, like. Yeah, no horseshit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, we. There's so side story for like. <laughs> 
for a long time, all right, I did archaeology in the UK, like, in the summers. And so, like, that was on the list of, like, so the, the beginning and opening, like, the opening and closings of that season because we were covering the whole site up with, like, tarps and tires and stuff in these, like, hellish conditions in, like, northern Scotland. Like, it was always, like, we would have, like, movies that I would spring on everybody kind of as like team building stuff and like you know it's stuff like aliens and predator yeah just when like you're completely wrecked from a real hard day of physical labor it's just like you're gonna drink a million beers pack a dozen people in a room and you're gonna watch aliens or predator and like the one the one year it was big trouble little china and I just had the best memories of like looking across the site and just be like no horse shit and yeah. somebody's like no and just like shit like giving that across the site like it's like it's like one of the best archaeological sites in the world, and we're just quoting John Carpenter like to each other. Like, <laughs> goddamn, loved it. Me and uh, me and my buddy Justin and um, an old like I haven't seen him in a while, but old friend Dan. It was always like that. We're always just like, well, really shook the pillars of the did we wang. I know, worship Jack. I know, I know. <laughs> hollow, hollow, fuck it. <laughs> I fucking dude, I love that movie. Yeah. We, uh, have you ever been to the Mahoning Drive-In? Yeah, I haven't yet, which is, I know, like a, a great screw-up on my part. Well, it's one of those things where, like, I think now, now a lot of people have, like, have, have caught on. Yeah. So it's probably, like, really mobbed, like, yeah. before it wasn't really. But uh, a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, we went and saw, they had a John, every year I think they might even have it. They have, like, a John Carpenter weekend. That's great. It's great. The only thing is it starts like really late because the sun's got to go down. Yeah. So like you're, it's literally two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watching big jump on little China on this big drive-in. I mean, that's fucking cool. Yeah. But yeah, we saw, uh, we saw it in an actual drive-in a couple of years ago at the Mahoning drive-in. That's awesome. Super cool. And I think right before that it was, uh, I want to say it was, I think it was John Carpenter's Vampire's the thing, Big Trouble in Little China. And John Carpenter's Vampires is... I, I still love it. Yeah, know, I've always been It's kind not of... my favorite, but it's like, it's still... I don't know, I still love it. It's still... That's a movie that could put me in a good mood because how ridiculous it is. Yeah, I got it. That's one I, that's one I need to revisit. I remember, like, seeing it in the theater, being so stoked for it, and then kind of coming out of the theater, like, uh, like, how come all the action scenes are montages? Like, you know, that kind of... I mean, which is weird because... He also sort of does that in Ghost of Mars, but I love Ghost of Mars. Like, you know, I've never seen Ghost of Mars. Ghost, I'll have to put that on my list. Yeah, Ghost of Mars I love. I, I, I never saw his last one. I never saw, like, The Asylum. but uh, I never saw that either. Yeah, I heard I heard kind of mixed things, but... Well, like, the so it was never one of my favorites, but now it kind of is. Like, now I've noticed it's, like, getting more heavier in my rotation, and that's The Fog. Oh, dude. I love, like, I always liked it, but it's yeah. just one of the, like, over the past couple of years... I'm really watching the fog more and more some yeah. years ago. That's like a really that's like a gem. Oh, dude, I love the fog. Like we, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> when we were in college. I went to college at like the Jersey Shore, and like those towns empty out <laughs> totally like after like Labor Day. So it was like we were like one of like you know two occupied houses on the block, like a block off the beach. Like you could like hear the waves, and we just used to get stoned and watch the fog. That sounds and fucking scare the shit out of ourselves. That sounds awesome. <laughs> like just like idiot like. Idiot kids like, oh man, the pirate ghosts are coming. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a dude, it's a great movie. Like, even the uh, just the, just the beginning, solid. Like where he's telling the story, I'm I like, love man, it. That sounds fucking cool. And that's like, I, man, where, where were the where were those uh, 
Where was that Boy Scout shit? When yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I mean, like, I mean, you're a father now. Are you gonna let your uh, your little Victor go to like the beach, like with a weird old guy in the middle of the night to hear haunted tales? No. <laughs> I mean, I might be the guy. Yeah, that's legit. Trust I mean, me. It's, yeah, we're talking about a little bit about that '80s parenting, where it's just yeah. like, oh, hey, well, there's an old sea captain. He can take my kid and all the other boys to the beach. Yeah, sure. Where no one's there and no one can watch. Which better not be talking about boobs. Yeah, yeah. Better yeah. be talking about ghosts. Yeah, yeah, leopard ghosts. <laughs> leopard goose coming out of the fucking sea. Drowned. Love it. I did watch Critters 3 <laughs> in preparation <laughs> for this. I'm so sorry about that. No, it's okay. I had to see it at least once. Every yeah. every movie I feel like, well, except for maybe a Serbian film, every movie you got to see at least once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of glad I missed that one. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I. Uh, anyway, Critters 3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we were talking actually about Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any Evil Dead Rise swag. It's still kind of a new movie, but I thought it only fitting to bring out my Evil Dead stuff. I brought out my Ash statue because Bruce Campbell, who you may know from uh, such uh, appearances as that last 20 seconds in Darkman. Oh, and he's in Evil Dead. He's the executive producer of uh, Evil Dead Rise. So I watched it. Uh... What are your thoughts on Evil Dead Rise before I go into it? And so, I mean... Strictly honest here. Yeah, so, I mean, like, look, I uh, I got a little overexcited going into it because of some of the reviews, which I think was a little foolish on my part. Um, I'll say that I, I actually like it a hell of a lot more than the remake. Really? Yeah. Um, but, again, I, I still think it makes a lot of the same mistakes that the remake makes. I okay. think that, like... Again, there's there's some really great stuff in it, um, but I think it it all right. So we have the technology, all right. We got the digital ability to like have Evil Dead Mom like running around on the ceiling and stuff like that. But I think my the problem with it is is that they were never able to do that in the original three Evil Dead movies. You know, yeah. there was some wire work, but there was never like people like scrabbling across the ceiling. Yeah. And I think so when you do that, it just kind of becomes yet another, like, possession movie. I would agree with that. And I also think, so it's kind of, what you said kind of, like, makes me think of, like, the Star Wars prequels. Like Exactly. The Star Wars prequels, they happened before. Yeah. The Star Wars, like, you know, yeah. they happened before episode four, five, and six. But everything is newer. Yep. They have more advanced stuff than they do in these movies and especially and i'm not like knocking star wars I'm, you know i yeah. like i like star wars movies a lot and stuff like that but if they're the jedi never fought and moved like that yeah now exactly. you kind of are yeah making them, so like yeah it kind of goes and get if you're not keeping with like the continuity of the films and you're right about like the they're doing a lot of the same kind of possession stuff in all these movies yeah like, i don't ever want to see another possession movie where the person possessed is like doing the spider crab walk ever because they do it it's they do it all the time now it's like this one trick like pony thing they felt they've like fallen into yeah uh i'm kind of with you like i didn't hate it i actually i mean i enjoyed it but i wasn't my uh my expectations were pretty low yeah going into it uh and i also understand that i guess it was going to be I think it was going to be like streamed to Hulu or something like that, but then they kind of did, uh, they aired it for test audience 
audiences yeah. and they liked it, so like, oh, we'll just put it out in the theater because it did kind of have that. I could see it being like a streaming movie, yeah, versus a theatrical movie, yeah. Like while while I was watching it, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, a couple a couple good points about Evil Dead Rise. Spoilers, everyone, if you haven't seen it. Uh, I do like how they use the term "this is the third volume," right? Yeah. The, so that yeah. kind of like, okay, we're not the, we're not in the same universe as like this Necronomicon. I do, yeah. You know, I kind of like that because that kind of gives them a way to like, okay, now we can do more with staying away from that. Yeah. I didn't really like how. I understand they're in an apartment building, but like a lot of the kills that happen like off screen. Yeah, that bugged the hell out of me. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm not alone there. And so that yeah, and so it's that too, and that's kind of like how the whole Critters Three thing started for me too. It's just that like <laughs> I remember sitting there in the theater watching it and like when they introduced all the cannon fodder neighbors. Yeah. I remember you like, knew we we're gonna die. Yeah, you right knew off gonna, the bat. <laughs> you knew we were gonna die, but like look, Critters Three is like not a good movie. But I felt like watching Critters 3, like, and it, like, it hit me, like, watching Evil Dead. It was just like, wait a minute. Like, I think Critters 3 did a better job introducing and making the other people in the apartment buildings, like, rounded characters. That I will like, say. they had relationships. Like, you know, you have, like, the weird, like, male lady. You've got, like, the old lady with the laundry, the sleazy repairman, all those guys. Like, that, like, I thought they felt more like actual characters than the the neighbors that stop in for like two seconds in Evil Dead and you're like, well, who are these people? I knew right away that, okay, these are all, these people are all going to get it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And that's, you don't even really see them get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's what you kind of came to see and then they got to get like possessed. And it's just, I don't know, like you said, Critters 3 did a way better job of actually making the people in the apartment building a part of the movie yeah. versus these people. And I think, too, so, I mean, this, I mean, I do think Evil Dead Rise is a little better about it than the remake, but I think there's a thing where, like, I don't know if it's, like, sort of, like, a lack of subtlety on, sort of, the part of the filmmakers, which, I mean, I don't, you know, that's, that, that could be rude, I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to be a dick about that, but I don't know if it's studio executives sort of thinking people are stupid, but, like, I think I there's think a there thing a... where, like, like they, it like you that apartment building is so obviously like fucked up and haunted and evil. Like for the first time you see it, like it's like this is the evil apartment building. Like, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. I mean, like I feel like Del Toro's mimic has like like everything's kind of wet in that one or like Seven, but like also Evil Dead Rise is not mimic or Seven. So like, but like it's the same thing like with the. Um, like, the cabin in the remake. The cabin in the remake is so obviously this, like, hideously evil cabin. Like, yeah. like no one's walking in here and staying in this place. Nah, you're right. You're right. Like, going, kind of making, like, your point. Like, with Seven and Mimic, it works because they fit the general, like, tone of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way those movies are shot, yeah. they just look like depressing and sad. Like, everything looks, like, depressing and sad. And, yeah, or, like, like the ominous. crow. Like, pro- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everything looks like that. Yeah, this is just like okay. Here's this. Here's everything going on. We were just at a cabin where it was like bright and sunny. Because like this sore thumb, like haunted. Yeah. Fucking H.P. Lovecraft apartment building. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's it. It's totally like, like yeah, definitely something is buried underneath this building. It looks like the. I mean, it's it's creepier than the fucking Ghostbusters building. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's it. Like, and I think it for me at least it's it definitely knocks, the Tobin Yeah, yeah, it knocks me out of it a little bit when it's just like this yeah. is like this when this place is just screaming at you like this is an evil place. And again, I mean. You know, it's. I think there's again one of the strengths of Critters Three. I think is is that like it's just yeah, it's like a rundown, crappy apartment that they're all like getting forced out of or whatever. But like, it does look like a place where human beings would live. It does. You know, it doesn't look like a Disney World like haunted apartment building. They set the stage of okay, it's a rundown apartment building. These are like lower class yeah. working families who yeah probably are staying here. And they already have like a shittier maintenance. They already tell the story like the maintenance guy is working with the owner of the building yeah. to like to literally run them out. And he's like, yeah, okay, we know we have rats. We're going to keep them. Yeah. So you leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that's. I think I'm turning around on Critters 3, man. <laughs> You're if I, if my... I accomplish nothing else tonight, I, w- I want to change some minds on Critters oh, 3. Man, Critters, <laughs> Critters 3, it was actually written well. It gave Leonardo DiCaprio a job. Revisit it. Yeah, it's. I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. As we were talking about earlier, you got that like whole. You do have that whole like ten minute thing in the beginning where they give you the recap of Critters One, which is obviously the best Critters movie, and then Critters Two. But still. But then again, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna criticize negatively Critters Three, then we got to do like every Rocky movie that way because yeah. every Rocky movie is like, oh, you didn't see what happened in Rocky One. Here you go. Oh yeah. Or it's like, I mean, it's like you're like Silent Deadly Night Two. Where, like, there's, like, 35 minutes of new footage and everything else is just... And, like, like I haven't seen it in years, but, like, Kills Have Eyes too. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, yeah. you get, you get like, the dog has a flashback in Hills Have Eyes too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Critters 3 definitely... Oh, actually, what the hell? We watched one of the Puppet Masters recently that did the same thing. Oh, man. It might be, like... It might... might be Puppet Master 2... I think it's two where they, they give you like a lot of the first movie. Like it probably like, is. That sounds about right because it's, it's been a while. But like, it's gonna say Puppet Master. Yeah, I hope they do that because there's like what there's like thirty. Yeah, there's a million. <laughs> there's a lot of different like a lot of different Puppet Master timelines and stuff. But yeah, uh, I'm like man, I feel like every time I turn like even Critters, I was like, man, there's this many Critters movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's I mean, for years as a kid, like I remember Critters three was the one that I couldn't find. Like, my hometown video store had one, and it had two, and it had Critters 4, where they're in space. Oh, wow. Which I kind of like, which I also <laughs> kind of love, because like, Charlie, the janitor, is still in Critters 4, <laughs> and he's in space, and they don't really, like, explain if, like, he's, like, lived a long time because of, like, alien technology or whatever, or just, like... If there's like a massive leap in human technology in like the late '90s that gets everybody like interstellar, you know, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Like it, you know. I'm gonna go with technology only because, like, I mean, obviously in the distant future of 1997, when yeah. Skynet becomes self-aware. Yeah, and it's, it's just a killer. Like, <laughs> we were promised like such a golden future from like Critters Four, you know, <laughs> with all those movies. Yeah, like, it's uh, what was the thing that was going on the other? It was a couple years ago. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting for my hoverboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, hoverboards. There were, like, moon prisons, you know? Like, all this, like, amazing sci-fi shit. Like, was that's, it? like, only a couple years from now, and all we've got is no more winter. <laughs> like, that, that's the future we've got. 
I'm yeah, I was waiting for the uh I was waiting for like the little pizza huts that you put in the microwave and like back in the future too, and then yeah. they become full pizzas. Instead we just got no more pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> we just yeah, we just have like sort of the decline of the living wage. Yeah. And well, well, we you don't put, have cool asteroid jobs. You put that meme out, uh, you put the meme out the other day, I saw it, and it was like uh Writers going out of business, but robots writing poetry is not the, not yeah. the future I imagined. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, right. Yeah, it's just so much dumber. Like, it's just such a dumber future. It's like, oh, man. Like, it's like, how are you going to make the actual fucking future dumber than Critters 4? Like, congratulations, humanity. Good one. Yeah, I think uh, Idiocracy is not a comedy. <laughs> it's a documentary. Yeah. It's a documentary. I'm still waiting. You know what I think? I don't know. So me and you would probably be me and you and a selected few would probably be the only guys who would really appreciate it. But uh, are you still holding out for critters versus goalies? Oh man, if only. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I mean, I, I gotta give it to probably the critters win just by their like fast reading. I'm definitely gonna give it to the critters to to win that fight, but I would love to see that movie. Oh yeah, if anyone's listening. I mean, it's. I think, like, to an extent. I mean, I, you know, with all the, I don't know, with all the streaming contraction and stuff that's happening right now, we'll see how it goes. But they're like, at the same time, it just feels like if you get enough of like a nostalgia bump for something like that, you can get a. They'll dig up. I mean, they get like I haven't watched a Ghoulies movie in quite some time, but like they'll dig up. You know, it'll be whoever is the Laurie Strode of like the Ghoulies franchise. Um, will have to appear to fight the Ghoulies again, and yeah. That's what I mean. I figured they like. I figured people would be all over that. Wasn't man. that like a Critters TV show? I want to say you're right. I never, I never saw it, but I thought they like. I thought there was like a Critters series that streamed somewhere. I want to say that is correct, but don't quote me. We'll have to leave your comments yeah. <laughs> in the comment section if you know anything about the show or where we can find it. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, Critters One is a really good movie. That is something they could do. They could do another like rated R version of Critters, oh, yeah. and really do something with. Yeah, I mean Critters, and that's that's one another one of those that like. I mean, it didn't scare me as a kid, but it left a mark. You know what I mean? Like I can remember like the exact circumstances of like I don't know, my parents were going somewhere on a Saturday night. Like it's like all right, here's Domino's, and you can rent any movie, and we rented Critters, and it was like this movie fucking rules. My my dad was friends with a guy named, uh, they called him Chopper Dan, Danny Jackson, Chopper Dan. And he had two, uh, he had two daughters that were like my brother's age. My brothers yeah. are like five and six years older. Uh, and he would go there to hang out with his buddy, crush some beers. Yeah. And, and it was always Saturday night. So yeah, there was always like movies on. So Critters was one of those movies we got yeah. to watch over there. So I remember like being a kid and like, man, this movie is like, this movie's, I mean, these things are like, shooting spikes at people oh yeah really like terrorizing people this is like this is a really yeah it's still really good a movie that traumatized me as a kid that i haven't yet had a chance to really go back and revisit was definitely manhunter yeah like the oh, michael yeah. man like tom noonan tom Brian noonan Cox, man like, fucking dude yeah yeah <laughs> it's about in everything he's in yeah <laughs> yeah it's just i mean like he's just so like beautifully still with his yeah. stuff you know what i mean like he's like a I, yeah i don't know he's just so he can be so creepy with doing so little like he yes just, he's one of those guys that just like he's such a physical actor 
but in the opposite way, he's not like throwing chairs around the room. It's just like the way he carries himself. You know, yeah, his subtle movements are so scary. He um he's in a really good movie. It's one of those movies. It's a slow burn. It doesn't really pick up until the end, but it's uh, I think it's House of the Devil. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, I've only seen that once, but I remember like you know, loving it. Yeah, he's you know, to, he's creepy guy. Like, no, I would not accept a job for you. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Look at you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I will not be an attractive babysitter in your house. <laughs> yeah. Another. This, oh, you mean this ominous, like creepy fucking house? You'll be yeah. sitting in it all night. You'll pay me how much? Yeah. Nah. It's gotta be a catch. Local hero, Ty West, man. Yeah. Right. He's uh Ty West. He did uh X and Pearl and X and Pearl, but did he do uh did he do stuff for V the VHS movies too? I'm not sure if he did. Um I know he did he did the movie with the bats, the roost. That was his first movie. And Tom Tom it. Noonan is in that for like a little it. bit. I'll have to check it out and yeah. put that part of my list. Yeah. Ty West local, is he from Philly? I think he's Westchester, I think. Oh I, no shit. yeah, he's like he's southeast PA if I'm I saw X. I haven't got a chance to see Pearl yet. Dude, Pearl, I mean, X was great. I loved X. Um, saw it in the theater in Philly, and it just, like, it played like a rock show. You know, like, it was a, it was great. That was a great moment. I mean, like, I mean, again, you know, pandemic fucked us all up. Like, mm-hmm. I certainly appreciate live music and going to the movies a lot more than I think I did. Yeah. Um, but, and X was definitely one that, like, we saw in a theater in Philly. There were, like, a lot of college kids in there. And they were they were screaming, you know, when like various horrible things happened. Like they were laughing. It was just a really great like theater experience. Um, and then I, I think I think I was on the road a bunch for work when Pearl came out, so we didn't get a chance to see Pearl okay. in the theater. But finally caught it at home. And I, for me, I think Pearl might be an all timer. Yeah. Like ask me again in like a decade, but I. I I think Pearl might be something that people are talking about in like thirty years. No shit. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's potentially that good. Like again, I've only watched it once. Might have been kind of stoned, but uh, like I really like. I think that it's just one that's going to endure. Speaking of like Hollywood Exorcist movies, going back to it, I watched The Pope's Exorcist. Ah, uh, and it's like I said, it's just the same shit. Like the actual spoilers. The story's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like why they're go like why they're in this house and why this demon has chosen this priest to like yeah. target through this vessel of this boy. Uh like I thought all that was like pretty cool. But then just towards the end it became I mean, I felt like I was watching a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it's <laughs> nuts. I haven't seen it. I mean that's like I my my mileage with possession movies is like just really I it's don't have it. Like I'm just like I like the Exorcist, it's just the one. Yeah. And I don't kinda need anything more other than Exorcist Three, which I love. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't uh, very underrated movie. Oh yeah. And movie rules. But yeah, I don't know. It just I mean like for me the possession stuff. And that was another thing that I didn't like about Evil Dead Rise was bringing Catholic priests into the mix, even though they're just kind of on audio. Like I I always liked that the whole deadite thing, the Kandarian demon thing was supposed to be sort of like this pre-Christian, yeah, like pre-Abrahamic faith thing, which I loved. And I mean, I think that to, when you start mixing it up with like, it just becomes yet another exorcist movie if you just mix it up with the Catholic church. Yeah. And, uh, and like you said, I completely agree. It's like, 
that was was you know that was cool about the whole Evil Dead like one and two. I mean, Army of Darkness obviously yeah. kind of becomes oh, more you. like a comedy. But yeah, it's it doesn't have anything to do with like the Christian religion. It's all about like you said this older kind of old like Samaritan kind of fucking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like real cool and I don't know. Like I kind of I, I want to see where they're gonna go with it. Oh yeah. But I'm not sure if they'll ever like kind of get it back to what it was. Like that's like I actually really enjoyed the remake, and I liked how the remake was you know was kind of like hey we don't have an Ash character so we're gonna kind of bring it back to just like old school in your fucking face horror like yeah. the first one kind of was trying to yeah. be. Uh, if I had one criticism of the Evil Dead remake, I really wish they would put out a cut. Where, when it starts like raining blood, yeah, if they would just put Slayer raining <laughs> blood straight, in there, straight Slayer, just yeah, because it, it's just so perfect. Like yeah. if they would just edit the movie to have that in there, yeah, <laughs> like the movie would be like that much better. So I like so I watched the remake like uh, just a week ago, like or a week maybe two weeks ago, because like I had seen Rise and we were talking about this and I was thinking like, well, I got to go back and watch a remake and see what I think about it now. Cause I hadn't seen it in a couple of years and like I, a couple of weird things with that. Like I remember hating the score. So obviously Slayer could have improved it, but like yeah. when I went back and watched it again, I was like, this, this is not evil dead music. Like this is terrible music. And I think again, like the parts of the remake that work the best for me, like when the girl cuts her arm off, is glorious and like <laughs> and that that to me and it was kind of a similar thing with rise like both those movies have parts that actually feel like an evil dead movie yeah but you got to wade through a lot of stuff that feels like every other horror movie to get to those parts and i think that's what kind of killed me about it and i think there's i think that ratio in rise is a little bit better at least for me but i think with with the remake again i mean there's a couple parts that are great and that feel like evil dead but I think there is that, like, even the first Evil Dead, as much as I love it, and I think it's it's almost just accidental lightning in the bottle stuff, like, yeah. as harrowing as the first, the original Evil Dead can be, like, you can, you kind of still feel the fun in it. Like, you kind of, it, it's still just kind of, even if it's an accident, like, it's fun. Yeah. And I, I think that, like, when they get too serious on, like, the Evil Dead remake... Like, with the whole, like, she's trying to kick heroin bullshit yeah. subplot. Like, I thought it was, like, I think you're taking the fun out of it, and it just doesn't feel like an Evil Dead movie for me anymore. Like, it just feels too fucking serious. But, yeah. Eh, I could, I mean, I can agree with that to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, uh, I definitely think Evil Dead Rise has more of that fun. Yeah. To talk about. Like, I think they do try to, like, play around with it being, like, an Evil Dead movie more like a, more like evil dead too yeah you know what i mean yeah totally but uh i have i my friend brian brian can't wait to you come on the show buddy he will not even he won't watch evil dead but he refuses he will not watch this evil dead remake right. he, he will not watch he, if it's like if it ain't evil dead one two or army darkness he's like it ain't a fucking evil dead movie i ain't watched it <laughs> dude so i mean i i was similar i, I resisted the remake until like two years ago like i held out because i loved the first three so much like i held out for yeah. like years and years and years and just saw i don't know i think i lurk in some like kind of horrible like neckbeard horror movie group on facebook <laughs> 
and like <laughs> I just saw all the like it was just people talking it up, talking it up. And then I got another good buddy of mine who I talk horror with a lot, and I and my buddy kind of vouched for it. So I was like, all right, I don't know why. And I was like, I was like on the road for work, and I was just like sitting in a hotel room, and I like you know just whipped it up on Amazon, and I was just like, all right, well, you know. But again, like I, I liked it better the second time, but it's still like. You got to wade through a lot of stuff to me that doesn't feel like Evil Dead to get to those like beautiful. And again, like the arm chop is horrific and amazing. Like that's great. Like I think the arm chop is great, but I still think my favorite my favorite scene in that movie is the is the split tongue with yeah. the knife. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, like I said, when it starts getting. When it starts, like, I don't really mind the, uh, I don't mind the seriousness of it, because I kind of feel like that's what the first Evil Dead, like, wanted to do, yeah. originally, even though, it, like you said, lighting a bottle, it still, it still is a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I, I love the first Evil oh, Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, came out the year I was born. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I don't know, the remakes, especially with, like, this Evil Dead movie, I just, I try and go into it thinking, like, it's never going to be that movie. Yeah. So I'm going to give it like a, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to let it go and see and try and take it, try and watch it objectively and not compare it. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't like, uh, definitely not one of the worst. I mean, like I really oh, enjoy yeah. it, but when I talk like what I think evil, not evil, when I think, uh, awful remakes, I think of movies like the, like the fog remake. I never even saw it. Oh like, man, don't. Yeah, that's please, too... Please, don't. Yeah, I just... Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's it. I, I think there's some... And, I'm, and again, that's why it took me so long with Evil Dead. Because I love those originals so much. If I, like... Yeah. You know, I, I, there's... You know, if it's, if it's a movie that's near and dear to me, like, I am either... Like, I'm just gonna hate the remake. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, the director could, like... My car could break down on the side of the road. The director could fix my fucking car. And, like, I'd still probably hate the remake. You know, like, I just... You know, earlier we were talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. They were talking about remaking that with The Rock, <laughs> and I was like, "You will, ne- I will never fucking support that." No, okay. no. and I and like I, and I got nothing against The Rock. There's a lot yeah. of movies The Rock's in I enjoy for what they are, but you're never going to remake that movie. Yeah, and it's never going to be fucking good, no matter yeah. how much like money or star no, power never. you put into it. It's it's that's just like a. It's just a fucking diamond and it's perfect. Yeah, you're not gonna... And that's, I mean, and that's legit. And I think, like, so... This is a thing that... that a thought that kind of hit me is that, like... For my money, like, the best... Non... Original three Evil Dead movie is Cabin Fever. Like, the original Cabin Fever. Because that... Never to, seen it. Oh, man. So that, to I me... Mean, I, I've been meaning to watch it. It's... I mean, I never saw the remake. I'm sure that's terrible. But oh, like, I hear it's terrible. But, like, the original one, I think, just is so... It's got that Evil Dead vibe. Like, it's yeah. just got that, like... It's got that kind of DIY feeling. And it's gory and it's horrific, but it's also, like, funny. You know? Like, it's just, it's just got that right tone that I think that, like... Neither of the two new Evil Deads really now. Yeah. The depth... I mean... Them like a lot of modern horror stuff. It's def- it's definitely like missing something. I yeah. just always feel like anymore they're missing something. Yeah, I don't really feel like they know how to end horror movies properly anymore either. Yeah, you get that sense. Yeah, I just I mean I'm just a 
snobby dickhead and I just don't watch a lot of new stuff. Like I need like if to, unless you are a passionate individual with taste. <laughs> that's what it is. It's it's kind of like it's like this. If it's not a director who I already like and trust, like I'm not and it's not fair because I'm sure I'm missing out on plenty of good stuff. But like it just I need like 40 people I trust to sign off on something before I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I need like this like this jury of my peers to be like Oh hey man, go see this movie or that movie, and then I'll be like, all right, and then I'll watch it and like, you know, maybe I like it, maybe I don't. Well, like going, you know, going back like what we were talking about earlier about like time, you know, you yeah. have, there's so much time now that you don't have, and time yeah. as you get older is your currency. Yeah, yeah, like some of the stuff, it's like, like two and a half hours, I'll never get back. Yeah, I mean that's a big that's a big problem. I mean a lot of the stuff is too long. Like I'm just not gonna uh, not gonna go. Like I'm just not gonna swing on something that's like, especially when it comes to a horror movie. Like I'm not gonna swing on a horror movie that's like not 85 minutes. Like, yeah, it just it's not gonna happen with me. And I don't know. Like, yeah, and uh, yeah, I just really need to like. It's gotta have either some hook in the story. Or it's got to be somebody who, like, I think is great. Like, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, if Ben Wheatley makes another horror movie, I'm going to watch, like, you know, I'll watch what Ben Wheatley does. You know, like, I'll watch, I mean, especially after X and Pearl, whatever Ty West does, I'll watch that now. So final thoughts yeah. on Evil Dead. So what do you think, like, going forward with this franchise? Like, what do you, because obviously they've left it open. Yeah. If, I don't know, you're a huge fan of Evil Dead... What do you think they should do? I mean... What are your thoughts? I think my thoughts on Evil Dead, like, the future going forward, I think it's, like, take some of the money away. I think it's... I think it's... You gotta... I think it's... Get somebody... Get somebody young. You know, get, like... You know... I don't know. Like, get somebody young. Give it to just, like... Break it out of the same people who've been kind of telling the Evil Dead stories. I mean, I like... I mean, I obviously always want... Rami and Tappard and Bruce Campbell's like hands on it but like I just think that like I think putting restrictions back on it in terms of like money I think I think the money especially yeah would be like you know make it all practical make it for I mean again and I know movies don't really get made that way anymore but like you know make it for a million bucks don't you know like no I think uh I mean I completely agree with that i think i think a huge budget is like the worst thing you could do to a horror movie oh god yeah especially with how they make the monsters now like the monsters now they're all like you said they're always cgi and, they, and i don't get the cgi work can work for a lot of stuff especially like the marvel movies or whatever yeah. but like i feel like anytime you do it in like a horror movie it just comes across as very very fake yeah totally no matter how much money you put into it so i completely think about that i wonder if they'll ever get uh i don't know what if they what if they'll ever get like ryan reynolds or something to be uh <laughs> i feel like he i feel like he would have like the i feel like if bruce campbell was like i'm never coming back as ash that would probably be like the closest guy to at least have that sense of humor yeah i mean honestly like if i was so if, if i mean i think i i would go slightly the other way if, if you're gonna make if you're going to get some modern actor for me to put him in, in like an evil dead movie, like I, I would go hoof. I mean, like, I mean, I would go Charlie Kelly, like from always sunny. Like, 
I, okay. I, could, I could see Charlie Kelly <laughs> really nailing that sort of like slapstick, but also like can be kind of intense and scary. Yeah. Like, could do get. I don't know. Yeah, Charlie Kelly, I could see getting a lot of like like physicality stunts getting done to yeah. him because if you're gonna like if you're gonna do this movie, you need a guy who can do that shit. Yeah. Because yeah, Bruce Campbell got the got the shit knocked out of him doing these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's just different ways to go with it, you know? Like, I think that's it. Like, I think that you could, yeah. But like I said, I think number one, you know, take some of that money away. Put some, put some restrictions on the shit. That'd be, you know what? That's a fucking great idea, man. I wish a lot of horror movies would do that. Like I said, I think it, you know, save those budgets for, like, the Marvel stuff and just, horror movies that seem like a lot of people like to do them because they're cheap to make anyhow. Yeah. I think, uh. One of my favorite newer movies is Insidious, and I think they did all that with like the first one, and yeah. I think they did most of that movie with all practical effects. That's a yeah, fucking scene. That's, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Again, it scared the shit. I mean, when I first seen it, but I ate half of a fucking edible that yeah, our friend Mike Harwood made. Oh, nice, <laughs> Mike. Miss you, man. Where the fuck you at? Yeah, I miss you too, Mike. It's been way too long. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a whole, I mean, like, is now, like, you know, weed's legal in Jersey, weed's legal in Delaware. Like, I will say that, like, man, I, for as many times as I've seen The Thing, I watched The Thing, like, a year ago, about, give or take, uh, like, way too stoned, and it was harrowing. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen that movie a million times, and I was just like, I'm kind of sick to my stomach, like, this is all too much, and it's like, so there is that. I think the upshot of legal weed is that, like, even some of your old favorites that you are super comfortable with can now yeah. scare the fuck out of you again. Better be careful. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was there was one time there was one time I was really high and I was really young and I watched the thing and like seeing the dogs get like oh yeah taken over that scene like. I was I was very emotionally upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> I was like, the dogs, man. Like, yeah, it, it fucked me up, man. I think I was like 14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up here at the Marvel of Horror. Andy, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Follow us on YouTube at the Marvel of Horror Podcast. We are on Instagram. We are on Spotify, apparently. Uh, more to that to come. And we will see you next time. Thanks again. Like, subscribe, leave your comments below. Thanks a lot.